kind of uh, you know additional purchases post that sequence are you seeing? I mean, we get a lot, man. Yeah. You know, we have a, a, a like a fifty percent reorder rate. Welcome to the Active Marketer Podcast, where we talk about how to design, automate, and scale your business to the next level using sales and marketing automation. You can find out all the tips, tactics, and techniques you need to get more customers and sell more stuff over at theactivemarketer.com. Now, here's your host, Barry Moore. Welcome to the Active Marketer Podcast, a show all about sales and marketing automation. I'm your host, Barry Moore, and back with another exciting guest today. I get a lot of questions via email in our private Facebook group called Automation Nation. A lot of people asking questions about how you use marketing automation in concert with an e-commerce store. How do I use marketing automation to promote my products, to generate leads for my products, and to follow up those people that have bought my products so that they'll buy again. Well, I figured that if we're going to talk about e-commerce, the person to chat with is Ezra Firestone, e-commerce rock star from smartmarketer.com. So we've got Ezra on the show this week to talk all about how he uses marketing automation to drive leads and drive sales in his e-commerce stores. He's also got a Shopify course coming out where he talks about Shopify and how to use marketing automation along with Shopify and there are active campaign components in that course as well. So make sure you check them out over at smartmarketer.com and check out all the links in the show notes for theactivemarketer.com forward slash Ezra, E-Z-R-A. So without any further ado, let's get into this week's episode with Ezra Firestone. So I get a lot of questions from uh, followers of Active Campaign on how we integrate that with your shopping cart, like Shopify or WooCommerce and stuff. So who better to talk to about integrating marketing and automation than e-commerce stud Ezra Firestone? Welcome, Ezra. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for having me, man. Ezra Firestone in the house. Welcome, brother. <laughs> I appreciate it. I'm excited to come on the show. You know, automation is a sort of under-talked about it's kind of getting more popular now, but it's sort of the stuff that's a little, uh, it takes a little bit more work to set up, but it produces such incredible results. And it's it's one of the main reasons our stores are as successful as they are. So it's cool that you are talking about this stuff on a regular basis. Yeah. And I know you're a big, uh, a big Shopify proponent and uh, do a lot of work with them. And so a lot of my followers, a lot of my subscribers and listeners have Shopify stores. So hopefully mm. we can talk today about a little bit about how we can integrate uh, marketing automation into your Shopify store. Does that sound like a good thing to do? That sounds awesome. And I think when we're talking about that, what we need to look at is the different types of customers you have on an e-commerce store and then how to communicate with them the most effectively. So you're going to have pre-purchase subscribers if you're doing it right, which we'll talk about how to do it right. And you're going to have post-purchase subscribers. And we want automation sequences that communicate with those different segments of your customer. You're also going to have customers who maybe added a product to the cart and didn't check out. And uh, there's actually built-in automation inside the Shopify platform, which I'm sure if you're a Shopify user, you know about that will do cart abandonment and stuff like that. So, but, but our main segments that I think we can focus on that everyone get a lot of value out of is a prospect and a customer and what to do there, you know? Okay, cool. So I know you've got some really great, some really great sequences on how to turn kind of cold or warm traffic into a customer. So maybe we start from there. Maybe we start with someone who's just maybe seen a Facebook ad or they've seen some sort of piece of content about your site or you want them to see some 
piece of content about your products. Yeah, I'm with you. Let's let's even take a step back and talk about how we're even getting people in the first place. So on our stores, we're using a combination of Facebook advertising, Pinterest advertising, Google advertising of multiple kinds. That's the Google Display Network, the Google Search Network, YouTube, Instagram, and uh, traditional blogging and content marketing. And everything that we're advertising for the most part is a piece of content. We don't really do much direct to product detail page on an e-commerce store advertising because that kind of advertising really only works for query-based traffic, Google Search Network, Amazon, which they're just going to your Amazon product detail page, uh, and Pinterest too, because Pinterest really is query-based traffic. It's people typing in queries, looking for things. But for the most part, scalability is found in contextual traffic, which is Facebook advertising, Pinterest advertising to a degree, and the Google Display Network. And so all of our advertising goes to a pre-sale page, so a piece of content that's designed to engage someone in a conversation um, that alludes to a solution a conversation about a problem that they might have that alludes to a solution that 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 solves that problem. So, for example, we've got an article that we're running called um, Five Makeup Tips for Baby Boomer Women. And it's a, you know, it's a piece of content. It's a listicle. So it's a list of tips that are about beauty and fashion targeted towards a specific demographic of people. And then it transitions into a soft pitch for our product, which is a makeup line for that particular demographic. And then when they click through, they then land on our Shopify store. And so pretty much everything that we're running, regardless of where we're running the traffic, we're going through one of these pre-sale pages um, because it's just, you know, it's the best, it's, it's the best quality customer and, and uh, highest conversion rate funnel that we've found. And, and there's also your traditional lead generation funnels where maybe you're uh, sending someone to just an opt-in and getting their email address, opting them in for an ebook or a free guide or some kind of discount or something, and then following up with them from there. This funnel that I'm talking about, we're not even doing an opt-in on the front end. We're just driving cold traffic to an article to our Shopify store and handling the opt-in from there. So you're kind of approaching it from a frame that the customer might not even necessarily know what the problem is, or, or maybe they know what the problem is, but they don't know what the solution is. Well, the customer knows they have that knows they're interested in, in that problem, or they wouldn't have clicked on the article in the first place, right? right? Someone knows they're interested in seven ways to detox your bot, detox your liver, or seven recipes to detox your liver, and then you know actually what you're doing when you're detoxing your liver with juice is this or that, and here's a product that helps with you achieve the same result or whatever. So the concept of using a piece of content to engage someone in a conversation and then move towards a solution is really old one, you know, um, soap operas were created. Created yeah. by Procter and Gamble when 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 television was the mass broadcasting channel um, for their target demographic, which was stay at home moms, women. They would produce this content and then put their product placement in it. And you know, uh, Red Bulls having guys jump from outer space to sell you a beverage. You know, it's like a, a, that's, that's a, a long tail piece of content, isn't it? Let's let's put yeah, a space really capsule is. and send someone up to the edge yeah. of the universe so we can sell more drinks. But on our website, right, so on our e-commerce website, the first thing that you hit as far as automation goes is a pre-purchase opt-in or a pre-purchase sales funnel. And we have in the header and footer of every page of our website a join the club um, pop-up box, right? So you can click on it. There's a little link that says join the club. You can see an example of this by going to boombycindyjoseph.com. I was at an event uh, recently and this I can't if this was someone else's story that someone had told this guy. I don't know. Don't remember exactly who's if it was this guy's story, but he said his son came home uh, with a list of names on a, a sheet of paper and a bunch of one dollar bills, and 
he said, well, you know, where'd you get all this money? He said, well, I, I told people they could join the club and if they gave me a dollar. And, and he said, okay, well, what happens after they join the club? He says, well, they're on the list. And he had all these names of people on the list. And so we use join the club uh, as our call to action in the header. It turns like people just want to join clubs and it works. Uh, so they opt in there for generally a discount or some kind of incentive uh, on our products on our store. We then send them a thank you email that has a link back to our store that when they click on it, it embeds the coupon code in it. And we also, if they don't become a customer, follow up with them with content and stuff like that to send them back over to our product detail page. Now, uh, pre-purchase, you know, getting customers and stuff like that, I don't really want to talk about. The thing that I'm really excited to talk about is a very effective post-purchase automation that everyone can implement no matter what your business is. And I've found it to be really great. And I use it on my uh, information business, my e-commerce businesses. I use it everywhere. I love it. Sounds good, brother. Sounds Okay. Very groovy. Let's hear about it. All right. So after someone buys, there's a couple things you want to do. Um, it's generally, you know, kind of a five-part sequence for a physical product store. The first email that you want to send them happens automatically. They get put on a post-purchase automation list uh, is here's what to expect. Join us on social media. A video thank you. So, hey, thank you so much for purchasing. Uh, wanted to send you a quick email, shoot a video for you. You can watch that video here. And then in the email, you tell them everything you say in the video. You want Because some people will read and some people will watch. So you want to communicate it in both places. In the actual email they get and they can click a video. And the video just says, hey, thanks so much for buying. We're packing up your box now or, or, you, or we'll be in touch with you in 24 hours if you're selling a service. Super excited to be doing business with you. Click the link below this video to join us on Facebook and you have a little Facebook like box where they can like you on Facebook and, you know, here's what you ordered and kind of stuff like that. The next email should go out the next day or the day after uh, and it's a here's what to expect. It's a pre-arrival email. So before they get the product, whatever that product is, it's building excitement. It's, um, you know, showing them what it's going to look like, maybe opening the box. Hey, you know, your box is going to come. This is what it's going to be. Or, hey, when we're all finished with this, this is what you're going to have. Super excited about it. And um, kind of building building excitement and getting them excited about, about the thing that is coming. Now, all, all the while, your tracking emails are going out automatically if you're sending them a physical product that's separate. That's sort of something that happens as the tracking updates. They get notified um, and they can track that. The next thing we like to do is after they've received the product – we ask, we send them a, a, a social promotion email that says, hey, you know, here's how you can enter our photo contest, which is a picture of you with our product, a selfie. People like to take selfies these days, and, and you can get pictures of people. You think? Yeah, it's like not hard to get people to take a picture with your product or take a picture doing anything you want that you can then put on your website, which helps your conversion rate. So you do a little photo co contest for social proof. The next email that we send is a survey request. So like, hey, you know, we've you've done business now and super happy about it. We'd love to get your feedback on ways that we can improve products you think we should add, all this kind of stuff. And you just let people type in responses. And that will be the best time that you spend on your business is reading those responses because people will actually tell you what they think. And you can get really good insight on different things to offer and products to add, stuff like that. If you're using an e-commerce business, tell me if I'm talking too fast here, Barry. No, man. My, uh, my voice is 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 kind of uh, a little bit down today, and so I tend to talk faster when my voice is down for some reason. So basically, if you have an e-commerce business, all the while throughout this process already, they will have gotten an actual real 
you know, leave me a star rating review request from whatever you're using, either Shopify reviews or Yotpo or whatever, shopper approved, some le- some kind of, that'll have happened automatically along with the tracking updates. But I like to ask them to take a SurveyMonkey survey or a, um, you know, any kind of whatever survey software you're using and get some insight. And then the last email that I think you should send is an incentivized video review request. So not only will you have selfies of people who have uh, consumed your product on your product detail page when you're selling it, but you'll also have videos of them. And basically it's like, hey, get a $5 or $10 iTunes or Starbucks gift card by doing these five things. Pull out your, your iPhone, shoot us a quick video, mention the product by name, mention this, mention that. Here are the steps we got to mention. Email it to us from the same device you recorded it on, uh, and we'll send you a, a gift card. You know. So basically what we've done there is we've thanked them for buying, We've gotten them really excited about the product. We've notified them before it comes. We've notified them when their product's shipping. We have uh, asked for a selfie and a traditional star rating review and given them a contest to enter. We've asked them to take a survey. We've incentivized them to leave us a video review. And then after that, because the point of the post-purchase automation sequence is to engage them, deliver content, and make additional offers. And so after that five-step sequence, we then go into content engagement and additional offers. Like we have this other product or here's this other piece of content that you might like that leads to a sales video. So we use that same funnel of sending someone up to a piece of content that leads to a, a product on the back end as well after they're already a customer. And is that customized based on the product they bought? You know, so if they brought a product in this category, we're going to show them something in the, a complementary category. Yes. It's not that sophisticated. It's it's that sophisticated with, uh, I don't know if that level of sophistication is available within active campaign and the connection to Shopify. If you can pass uh, product tags and stuff like that, maybe that's something for us to look into, Barry. Cool. Um, but yes, for us, yes. So uh, I, what I was just trying to get at is that, is that once you're done through that five-step sequence and distribute it, that's a thank you. And then they get a what to expect to get them frothing about receiving their product. Uh, step three is the after product social promotion. Step four, the survey request. And then step five, the incentivized video review. And then we put them onto another sequence there to, to re-engage them with content and products. That, that re-engagement at the end of this five-step sequence, it, is that a sequence that already exists and everyone gets put onto that? Yeah. Or is it custom? For well, I mean, you have to create that, right? Yeah, no, like, I, so mean, for example, I mean, but that's one that's already exi- that you know it's a pre-existing sequence you already have, and once it if somebody that's it, right. Like if the take for take my boom for example, right? If you come in and you buy a boomstick trio, um, then we're going to put you through the five steps, and then we're going to um, invite you to uh, view a video that tells you our story, and then pitches you on our moisturizer product. And we've got a sequence that happens as far as replays. And if you don't click the video to open the video in Wistia, then, you know, all this kind of stuff that's going on to get them to watch that video. Yeah, very cool. Very cool. And what kind of uptake do you see or what kind of, uh, you know, additional purchases post that sequence are you seeing? I mean, we get a lot, man. You know, we have like a 50% reorder rate. But that's because we have a consumable product and we are very good. But, you know, you can get an extra 10, 15% even if you're not doing it very well. All right, so we get the post pay the the five part uh, post purchase sequence, um, and there's actually I saw a really cool tool the other day. I don't, you probably haven't seen it. It's called Streaka.com, which basically allows you to uh, someone can take a video uh, on their iPhone. There's a little app on their iPhone. They put the video in there. It could be you, or it could be your customer. Um, like if you're at an event or something, they press uh, they put an email. So once they've the video is done, they put an email address 
uh, in there where they want the video to go. It goes into the system, gets top and tailed with your branding, and ends up on a branded page. Are we talking about Treepodia or what are we talking no, about? No, it's, it's called Streaka.com. I'll send you a link. Streaka. I'll have yeah. a link in the show notes as well. And so you basically get this wall of like customer reviews or wall of event uh, event videos or uh, a wall of customer videos. It's pretty Pretty cool thing. And then so that branded page where the video goes. So the recipient just ends up getting a link that says, hey, your video's here. And they click on the link and there's, there's the video like five minutes later uh, on a page that's got all your branding and call to action all around it and stuff like that. So um, what's the URL? <laughs> Streaka. Streaka. <laughs> How do you spell that? S-T-R-E-A-K-A dot com. Got it. Got it. Okay, cool. I'll check it out. Yeah. Um, pretty cool. Right. And so, so the, obviously that sequence works pretty well for you. What other kind of sequences do you have in your business that uh, are pretty killer? You know, we've got a lot of stuff going on based on post-purchase automation and things like that. But I think that, that mostly, uh, I don't really want to overwhelm people with too much stuff. <laughs> All right. Let's get um, one good solve. Yeah. I, th- run away with. I think that, that if you implement that post-purchase sequence, then you're doing better than most. You want some sort of pre-purchase automa- automation and some kind of call to action on your site to opt people in. Um, and everything else happens after they're already a customer. You know, if you send someone an email to who's on your uh, um, customer list to watch a video that sells another product and they open the email and they don't click through, then you should have automation that's based on that. So essentially segmenting based on action, behavior-based automations are what we're doing. And uh, if you start thinking like that, like what did they do and what didn't they do and what should I send to them based on what they did or didn't do, then you can build out some cool stuff. All right. Well, let's talk about the tools for a minute then. So I know I've had some customers come to me uh, with Shopify and then I know there's a card abandonment stuff already built into Shopify, but you typically tie that in with some other marketing automation platforms. Is that right? Well, the card abandonment built into Shopify is good enough until you get over like 100 orders a day. And then there's one that you can use that's more like sort of better, you know. But for the most part, the card abandonment that's built into Shopify actually works quite well. And and we use little apps like OptiMonk and stuff like that that do a different kind of card abandonment. Like if they try to uh, exit the card, it, it does a pop-up and says, hey, you know, um, get back there. would you like to receive a percent, a 10% off and stuff like that. If they try to exit a page, we drop down, we drop an opt-in, says join the club. And so we do stuff like that. Cool. And so what, what platforms are you using for the uh, automation component? So these sending out these five-part sequences and things. Well, we use... In our different businesses, we have Active Campaign, Infusionsoft, and uh, Entreport. So we use all three. I would say if you're just getting started, Active Campaign is probably the best because it does pretty much everything that the other ones do. And Infusionsoft we use because we actually use the shopping cart on Infusionsoft yeah. because you can't do upsell trees inside of e-commerce platforms like Shopify. And so on the back end of our, once we have a customer, we like to be able to do upsells and downsells, you know? So that's why we're using that. But, but I think active campaign works. It's, you know, it's just as expensive once you start getting a good amount of contacts in your system. So you don't actually save any money with it in the end, but it's really good and it's, it's scalable. So it scales up as you get more than you pay more, but as you have more subscribers and you're making more money, you can afford it. Yeah, absolutely. So you're, that's a good point that a lot of people seem to overlook. They go, oh, this is really cheap, but it, it is to begin with, if you've got a list of, you know, 500 people, but once you get up into that kind of five, 10, 20,000 uh, contact range, it's pretty much the same price, but you should be monetizing those people by then anyway. So it doesn't really make too much difference. So I know you've got some some interesting stuff coming up with Shopify, working with um, ActiveCampaign. Would you want to tell us a little bit about that? 
Sure. Yeah. I mean, I have a I have a training program about, you know, we, we are well known for e-commerce conversion rate optimization. So getting people to move through our store from our homepage to our category page, to the product detail page, to the shopping cart and testing the different elements of, of the, of the store. And so we're releasing a theme that has all of our pre-built split tests built into it and along with the training about how to drive traffic and and the platform that we're teaching in that course the the automation system that we are connecting to Shopify for that course is active campaigns i think it's the best place to start i don't think you should start on infusionsoft or uh, entreport and i think scalably as your store scales active if you're using uh, shopify as your shopping cart then active campaign is is uh, the integration between the two is a, is it's a great CRM for that, and you know, like Aweber, there's no way to integrate um, with with Shopify that doesn't make people double opt in after they become a customer and stuff. And so, Active Campaign has a smoother integration to Shopify, and all of these sequences that I'm talking about will be in that course as well. Very, um, very cool, very cool. So it, the actual, and you might even hear about Barry Moore. <laughs> maybe, you know? maybe uh, the actual the actual uh, integration between. Shopify in Active Campaign is that uh, is that a custom thing or is that just straight API integration between those two products? It's an API integration, and actually they use Zapier or or, or Zapier, I think it's called. Yeah. Um, and when you go into your Active Campaign account and you go connect to Shopify, it automatically creates a Zapier account for you, and it integrates the two that way. Now uh, we show the other way how to do it, which is just create your own Zapier account and connect the two, so you can do that as well. And then. Uh, I really haven't played around with that Shopify uh, Zapier interface. So the the kind of information that you can zap back and forth is that like pretty granular. Is down to you know this particular product and that particular product and they. Well, it's basically at the moment, um, new customer in Shopify, right. put them in Active Campaign. Right. Uh, but we are working on a solution for this. Okay. Uh, it, now with our other carts, Infusionsoft and, and Entreport, that that does exist. But for Active Campaign, it doesn't exist, but it will probably by the time we release this course. So, um, so yeah, that's coming. Uh, and given just given that this podcast, obviously, we're recording it well ahead of time before it gets published. So, when is that course going to be available for people, for those Shopify owners? So, you were talking uh, we are, about a custom Shopify theme that you're going to do, and then some training with Active Campaign around that. Is that right? Yes, yeah. exactly. And that's uh, that'll be available August 20th, about a month from now. Okay, cool. So that should probably coincide with just about the time this comes out. As far as as far as Shopify goes, uh, are there any kind of ninja tricks with Shopify that most people seem to overlook? Do you think? I think you should buy my course for that. <laughs> <Yeah. Cool. laughs> or you can go to my blog. You know, I, I I talk a lot about Shopify on my blog, SmartMarketer.com. I love Shopify as a platform. I think it's the best platform out there for e-commerce business owners right now. And they have the most users and they have the widest uh, set of applications and developers developing on their platform. And they are uh, the first ones to integrate integrated social commerce. So one-click purchasing from Facebook, one-click purchasing from within Pinterest. So people who have their credit cards on file, which is a lot of people with Facebook or with Pinterest can can integrate one-click purchases. And they're just kind of, they're, they're, they're winning this race of, of e-commerce platforms right now. So if someone's already a Shopify customer, they bought something from you in the past, and they're on Pinterest and they see a pin they like and there's a button there, they can just hit buy and it's automatically going to buy that product? Uh, not exactly, but kind of. So basically Pinterest is becoming a, compar- a comparison shopping engine. So you have buyable pins and they can, um, you can set a product to be buyable on Pinterest. And at the moment you can't promote that, but it's, you know, uh, 
on Pinterest ads, but that you will be able to eventually. Uh, and they'll be able to click buy from within Pinterest on that product the same way you can in Google Shopping. And now with Google Shopping, you get taken to the merchant's account to check out the merchant, whoever's selling that website. In this case, you would be able to finish the transaction from within Shopify. Now, if Shopify had your credit card on file, then, then you can do one-click purchasing. But in this case, you won't be able to do one-click purchasing. You'll put in your credit card details, but you'll never leave Pinterest to make the transaction happen. Now, with Facebook, the beta integration, Facebook actually has a lot of people's uh, credit cards on file already because you can do peer-to-peer payments inside of Facebook. I can go to Facebook Messages and send you money as if it was PayPal, as if it was Venmo. So that's Facebook's strategy for getting people's credit cards on file. And then they're integrating one-click purchases into Shopify and other platforms through the news feed. So yes, there will be one-click purchasing of products from your news feed, uh, which is crazy. (laughs) That's cool. Dude, you are always just on top of everything. I love talking to you because you just like you you just know everything, man. How do you keep that all straight in your head? I put a lot of time and attention on it. You know, I, I've got businesses that do well. I love it. It's my passion. Uh, you know, it, it comes second in my life to my relationship with my wife. Put all more attention and energy into that than I do my business. But my business is I have a lot of fun with it. And generally, when you're having a good time with something, you get good at it, you know. Um, and I've also been doing this a long time. So I have that on my side. For anybody who wants to up their e-commerce game, where's the best place to to contact you? Smartmarketer.com? Yeah, go to smartmarketer.com and get on my email list, and you will, um, you'll get lots of cool stuff in there. All right, Ezra, thank you so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. You're always uh, delivering tons of value every time I uh, listen to you. So I'm sure the listeners got a lot out of it as well. So thanks a lot, and look forward to talking to you soon. Thanks, Barry. Talk to you soon. Man, I love chatting with Ezra. His passion is just so infectious. He loves what he does, and he's an expert at it. So I would urge you, if you're at all thinking about e-commerce or you're running an e-commerce store, to check out Ezra over at smartmarketer.com. And if you aren't familiar with all the kind of tagging and stuff we were talking about in the show and you'd like to learn a bit more, head over to theactivemarketer.com forward slash tagging guide, and you can download our Ninja Guide to Tagging and Learning all about the best techniques and tactics for using tags in your marketing automation. So I'd like to thank you once again for spending time with us on the Active Marketer podcast. You can find all the show notes over at theactivemarketer.com forward slash Ezra. And we look forward to bringing you some more great content next week. See you, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Active Marketer podcast. You can find the show notes and all the latest marketing automation news over at theactivemarketer.com.